You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Science Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at guard. Joe Ingles, seven foot four, from Australia. Donovan Mitchell, six three guard from the University of Louisville. At small forward. I'm Boyan Bogdanovic. I weigh two thirty, height six seven. I'm from Bosnia and Herzegovina, Mostar. At power forward. Royce O'Neal, buckets O'Neal. Follow me on Twitter. And at center. Rudy Gobert, number 27 from France. Zions Bank. They haven't forgotten who keeps them in business. Those are your Utah Jazz starters. The Jazz winners of eight of their last nine come in here at 21 and 12. They have the 12th best differential in the NBA. Fourth best over the last two weeks. Donovan Mitchell leads them at scoring at 25 points a game. Boyan Bogdanovich at 21. Rudy Gobert's averaging 15 points and 14 rebounds. For the season, the Jazz are 17th in the league offensively and 10th defensively. The number one three-point shooting team in the league at 39% on the season. And the fourth best overall shooting team. One thing of interest to keep an eye on tonight is the Jazz are 26th in the league at turning the ball over against a team that turns it over a lot on the other side. The Bulls are 13 and 21. They're the 28th ranked offense and the 9th ranked defense. That defense has actually been better over the last period of time. They're 7 and 7 over the last month and the 5th best defensive team in that time. They're the worst half court offensive team in the NBA. Zach Levine leads them at 23 points a game. Lowry Markinen at 15. Wendell Carter Jr. at 12 points a game. And then Kobe White comes off the bench averaging 12. Carter's their leading rebounder. And Tomas Sadoransky is their leader in assists. They're the 26th best shooting team in the league as they don't as they actually get very good shots. Interestingly enough, on the defensive end, they don't defend the sh- shot distribution very well. They force turnovers. They foul a lot, but if you get through it, they allow a lot of shots at the rim and they allow a lot of threes. Let's hear their starters from their in-arena PA voice. And now, the starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls! From Finland, at forward, 7-1, number 24, Lowry From Providence, number 32, Chris Dunn. The man in the middle, from Duke, 6'10", number 34, Wendell Carter Jr. A 6'7 guard from the Czech Republic, number 31, Tomas Sadoransky. And from UCLA, at guard, 6'5". Jazz will take the act on the road to kick off 2020, and they do it having won eight of their last nine. 
Joe Ingles on the top, works to the right side of the floor, hesitates, curls back out to the left. Now he's got Magruder on him, flares to the corner to Donovan, ball fakes Kawhi Leonard, drives, goes up high, cocks the right hand, and hammers! Oh, Donovan, don't do me like that! Joe Ingles has been leading the way with red-hot shooting. Lobs toward the glass, but it goes off the back of the glass, picked off by Gobert. Outlet to O'Neal, left side, Joe Ingles for three. Ow! Jazz by 13, 16-2 run. And a new spark off the bench in Jordan Clarkson has added a firework flare. Inbound to Gobert on a release valve with seven on the shot clock. Rudy might have to go to work. Instead, they flip it out to Clarkson. He sees the clock, gets it four. Gets a pick from Gobert. Off the bounce, three. Good, and he's fouled by Zubak. Young guns are waiting in Chicago in Zach Levine and Lowry Markkinen. A floater by Markkinen, up and good. And Lowry Markkinen with the mojo, 30 points and 17 rebounds. From downtown Chicago, in the United Center, it's the Jazz and the Bulls. Tip-off is now. David, I really think what, what I want to see tonight is how the Jazz will be able to make the adjustments in that second and third quarter. But in particular, we're going to be watching the first quarter and see how aggressive and exactly what the Chicago Bulls are doing in that first quarter that makes them so defensive, defensively how strong they are in that first quarter. All right, Jazz are in their navy blue uniforms with yellow numbering and white lettering. The Bulls are in their red uniforms. The Bulls have a smaller athletic group. Wendell Carter's their center at 16. Markinen, it's not small, but he's he's a he's seven feet, but he's a small seven feet, shall we say. And, and runs the floor and will go out, step out, and, and shoot the three there as well. Does not like the right side of the floor, though, which is strange. Here's Zach Levine. He's their leading scorer at 23 a game. Off a pick from Carter. The Jazz drop into the lane. Back out to Dunn, who's not a shooter. Up top to market and resets Dunn. Jazz will give Dunn room. Right wing Carter. 22% from three. Hits from the right corner. Turns and looks at the Jazz bench. One for one from that range. And all of a sudden, he makes. now he's two for two. Yeah, he is not a good three-point shooter yet. Mitchell. Cross-court skip pass to the corner to Bogdanovich. Penetrates. Swings back up top. Guarded by Carter. He lines him up with five on the clock. Bogdanovich, hard drive to the basket. Draws the foul. Ron, remember earlier this year when you talked about Bogdanovich and all the great first quarters he was having? That hasn't happened in a little while. In fact, he has started quite slowly recently. Yeah, well, teams start to defend him a lot different now, it it seems like. And he's always been a great catch-and-shoot player. Uh, even that play there, you know, they got after him to the point where that second option on that first play was for Boyan. Utah, and, oops, sorry, Ron. And they couldn't get it off. Utah Jazz play-by-play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Now through the end of the year, get triple rewards on all purchases made with your Golden West Rewards Visa card. Apply now at gwcu.org. We'll take care of you. Yes, I'm aware that the end of the year already happened. My apologies. There, we'll get that rectified for you before Orlando. Jazz and the Bulls. It's an interesting matchup tonight. We thank you so much for taking time with us. If you're on your drive home, Matt and Craig will be waiting for you on television when you get there. Free throws from Bogdanovich are good. The Bulls lead it 3-2. The Bulls are the last in the NBA in half-court offense. As Zach Levine pulls up on a three, no good. Offensive rebound to the curly-haired Markkinen. Left side, Sadoransky, who's brilliant 
in the World Cup this year. He drives toward the cup, double clutches, fouled by O'Neal. Leon Wood, veteran official, drafted before John Stockton, which is the sentence that unfortunately accompanies him everywhere he goes when talked about in Utah. He's one of the officials tonight. Spent a little time with the Kansas City Kings. I think he was drafted by him. If I'm you know anybody Correct. else who played for the Kansas City Kings? Uh, Tiny Archibald, Sam Lacey, Scott Redman. Rob Boone. Oh, yes, I did make a stop there, didn't I? Free throw by Sadoransky is good. Jim Boylan is the head coach of the Chicago Bulls, the former University of Utah head coach, and they play a distinctive style. And the big story with them is that their defense really has an impact early in games on teams, particularly forcing turnovers as they pick up 94 feet here, pressuring Donovan. Dunn knocks it away. Donovan runs it down, but calmly chests it to the left wing to Bogdanovich. Comes off a pick. Cross-court skip pass back to Donovan. Donovan jumps in the lane, and they'll call a crab dribble and a first turnover of the night on the Jazz on Donovan Mitchell. Now, the big difference tonight will be live ball versus dead ball turnovers because the dead ball turnover like that, where they've taken out of bounds, leaves the Bulls in half court, where they're last in the NBA offensively, whereas the live ball turnover gets them in transition where they're at their best. Sadoransky gets caught in the air, passes to Levine, bounce pass inside to Carter, four-foot push shot up and in. And the Bulls lead it 7-2. to The Bulls are the eighth-best first-quarter team in the NBA. The Jazz are the 16th. Well, offensively, I can see now the Jazz are going to be able to break the paint with the, on this team. And Donovan when that Ch- happens, they got to be ready to get rid of the ball. Donovan chests it to Ingles. Pick and roll. They give it out to the wing to Bogdanovich. Seven on the shot clock. Very aggressive Bulls defense. Bogdanovich takes a step back three. Angle left. No good. Marketing flies in for the rebound. Mm-hmm. Bulls want to run, said Jim Boylan. And Levine, one of the best athletes in the NBA, the slam dunk champion, propels himself to the front court. Now stuck in the half court. Sadoransky, big. 6'6 six, six is a point guard. Right block, marking it. He wants to go to his left and come back to his right shoulder. That's exactly what he does. Pushes it too hard and Gobert rebounds. 7 yeah. 2 Chicago. 9.42 left here in the first quarter. Rudy slips down the lane, puts up a left hander wildly off the glass as Levine was underneath him. Rebound comes down to Dunn. Fast break for the Bulls. Bulls, Dunn gets in the lane. No one's guarding him. He'll pull up from the free throw line and miss. He is a really poor shooter. And the rebound comes down from Gobert Ingles. Great defensive player, though. And that's the signature of this team. Left corner, Royce O'Neal for three rattles out. The Jazz best three-point shooter so far this season. Here come the Bulls the other way. Driving hard is Chris Dunn to the basket, lays it up and in. It's a 9-2 start for the Chicago Bulls as the Jazz have not hit a field goal yet. Quickly they get up and down the floor. Very impressed with that. Donovan wearing 45 because Michael Jordan's baseball number flips it out to Ingles. He misses the three left side. And the rebound comes to the Bulls, and here they are on the run. Markinen, who played at the University of Arizona, his third season, loses the dribble and a foul on the Jazz. If it's on O'Neal, that'll be his second, and it is. So the first substitution of the night if Quinn Snyder wants to make it. Markinen puts the ball on the floor. He shoots the three. And he might be the only player on this team, other than Carter, that they'll post up. Well, this will be interesting because now George Niang, who is not one of the fleetest of foot of the Jazz, will have the matchup on Markinen. Markinen had a fabulous December. He's played really well over the last 14 games. Carter, top of the key. Played a single year at Duke. Up top to Sadoransky. Hard left-hand drive. Bounces to Carter. Sees Gobert. Tries to power through. Reverse pivot. Swatted out of the air. Bogdanovich has it. The crowd oozing eyes. As Bogey with his red shoes drives hard to the rack and lays it up and in with the right hand. 
Nine to four. Okay, Carter, you know you can't make that move again. Everyone tries it once, yeah. then they get their hand snipped while going into the cookie jar, and they don't put their fingers back in there. Shadaransky driving. Curls in the lane, fading back. Misses the shot. Rebound loose. George Niang runs it down as the Bulls are back defensively. Niang has been shooting 40% since, from three since his increased time. Ingles drives. Gobert sets a nice pick to clear space, and Ingles lays it up and in. Joe told us that one of his friends lost their winery in these devastating fires in Australia before the game. So that is not too far from his hometown. So a lot of tough times out there in those crates. It's not even fire season there yet. Here's Sadoransky, left side three, no good. Bulls are a good three-point shooting team. 36%, 12th best in the league. Well, Sadoransky is 11 for 20. Ingles twirls Sadoransky around, fires the three, and hits. And the Jazz have weathered the first Chicago winter storm, tied at nine. And the Jazz getting off early in the shot clock. Levine driving at Gobert, goes up, air ball, rebound loose, Carter diving for it, goes out of bounds, Jazz ball. So Levine has tried it, and Carter's Carter's tried it. it. There's just a mean, nasty guy who's super long that's hovering around the rim, and he takes, he'll make it evil and awful for you if you try to attack it. Now, Jim Boylan, before the ball game, talked about how the Jazz want to operate late in the shot clock. It's not true. It's not true. He also called us big, strong, and physical. That's not really true either. Top to Ingles, right side Niang, high arcing corner three, barely Nick's iron. He had to shoot that a little bit higher, otherwise that shot probably would have gotten blocked. Markin enclosed at seven feet, transition three by Markin and no good. Rebound comes down as Gobert <laughs> takes away from Bogdanovich, and Bogdanovich looks at him like, dude, give me this one. A smile on his face, didn't he? <laughs> Donovan splits the double team, kicks back to Bogey, feeder set, straight down the barrel, three, no good. But right offensive rebound, Rudy Gobert takes it away from Markin and lays it up and in. Jazz have the lead, 11-9 now. Breaking the paint early in the shot clock, and that's right in transition. Pass out to Carter. Nobody's guarding him. He's not a threat. Hands to Markin. Markin and retreats out. Niang with a lineup. Gets a pick from Carter. Steps back behind the three-point line. Hits. I mentioned Laurie Markin had a fabulous December. 18 points a game while shooting 51% from the field and 42 from three. Coming into tonight's game, the last five, he had made 18 of 38. That'll do it. Ingles gets a hook pass from Donovan. Penetrates. Tries to wrap it around. Holds his pivot foot. Back out to Bogdanovich. Five on the clock. Bogdanovich, they double-team, cross-court to Niang. Markkinen closes, Niang steps into a 13-footer instead, misses. Gobert tries to tap the rebound, can't corral it. Instead comes to Chris Dunn, who played his college ball for four years at Providence, originally drafted by the Timberwolves. Wraparound pass goes off the forehead of Carter, by, and picked up by Niang. George leads the break. He's a cyclone through Chicago, and he kicks to the corner to Bogdanovich. Top to Ingles. Rotates back to Niang. Feet set, ball wet, splash. Three ball, right side for George Niang. And what was that late in the shot clock? I don't, don't think so. I don't think so. There were a lot of old school cliches that were mentioned about us in the opening statement in the media session today that weren't accurate. 14-12, Jazz lead the Bulls. Jim Boylan will take the first time out of the night. You're listening to Utah Jazz basketball as the Jazz lead it in Chicago. 14-12 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! 
Utah Jazz Sound Flash. We would like to impact the ball. We would like to make the ball handler feel us and not be in control of the situation. And we have equal parts in our defense, which means we have guys that protect the rim, also guys that close to the corner. Everybody does that in our system. We felt with this group that it would be a perfect defense for the guys we have. It's a contrasting defense right now from a lot of teams. They attack you, so to speak, especially on a relative basis to what we're seeing in the league with a lot of bigs that are back. They're good at it. They're aggressive with it. It'll be something that we have to really adjust to on some level. That's your New Skin Sound Flash brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best you. Jazz are on a 12-3 lead. Kobe White, the rookie out of North Carolina who will let it fly, comes in and does precisely that, misses on the left side. White has had some big offensive games for a rookie. Well, he gets up a lot of threes. Bulls make some substitutions, and Joe Ingles fires a three on the right side. It's the front rim. Markkinen grabs the rebound. So now it centers their second-round draft pick, Gayford, Daniel out of Arkansas. He takes it down low, attacks Gobert, misses on the weak side, rebound. Dwight, left side, Levine, sees Gobert, thinks better of it. Cuts to Markkinen right down the lane, and he hammers it home. Zach Levine patiently waited. Here came Markin flying in. Smart play there by Rudy Gobert. Just not challenging that. Definitely would have been a foul. We're tied at 14. Bogdanovich right wing. Drives the baseline. Gets all the way to the basket. Hangs. Misses. But tips it back up and in with a left hand. Did he have a little hang time there? What's up with that? Second jump? Yeah. Played in Washington last year. Alley's oop to Levine. He couldn't handle it. Tries to throw it back, but Bogdanovich steals it. Bogdanovich drives. Cut off by Sadaransky. Good footwork defensively. Cross court to Ingles. He penetrates. Kicks back to Bogdanovich right side. Swings through with a right hand dribble. Puts a hip into Sadaransky. They'll call that an offensive foul. Offensive foul has been called against you. Sadaransky, you might remember playing for the Czech Republic in the World Cup this year was just fabulous. Emmanuel Moutier in the game. Jordan Clarkson in the game for the Jazz as Joe Ingles sits down. Clarkson's averaging 16 points a game. He's the first Jazz player to have 20 points in a game in our last outing. Bulls in the Jazz. 16-14 Utah. Bounce pass. Markkinen sees Gobert. Gives it up over to Rafford who dunks it. Ralph Gafford was a Big-time prospect, spent an extra year at Arkansas and kind of fell off the radar a little bit last year. But he's a pretty good prospect. 38th pick in the draft. And they found one. Clarkson driving. Kicks it out to Niang. He's got some time. Fires, misses. He's one for three from three tonight. Rebound comes out to Levine. Levine on the run. Bounce pass through traffic to cutting Gafford. He rolls over the top of two Jazz players, Moutier and Niang. They're going to call a foul on... Moutier. Thank you. Hey, Ron Boone, you're on television right now. Hello. Must be something special going on on TV. I don't know, but I'll sneak this way so they can have your pretty face on all by yourself. Yeah. I was warned, I think, before. What was it about? It's... Um, Hall of Fame nominee? <laughs> no, that wasn't it. It's, oh, it's they about, should be having it about that. Yeah, this, a good idea. Huh? We should be doing something to try to make sure you take that nominee into a, something more than a nominee. Second time. You know, Gaffer, Mrs. If you don't know, Ron Boone was nominated by the Veterans Committee Group as a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame nominee. Congratulations, Ron. Thank you very what much. What are they talking about? Well, they're talking about uh, players that have gotten traded here um, to, to the Jazz in the first three ball games. the amount of points that they've scored. That ties in with um, Clarkson. Second most, I believe, Nathan Harker, the Pre-game producer found yes. that nap note. Mm-hmm. Good one by Nathan. So it means I 
joined the team, shooting and not passing. So did Jordan Clarkson. We're all very happy about that, so that's all good. Timeout here as the Jazz fall behind 17-16. Quinn Snyder wants a timeout to see what he can do to rectify the way things are going. Jazz down by one. Bulls are the eighth best first quarter team in the NBA and the second best defense, and it falls as the night goes on. We'll see if the Jazz can take advantage. They trail by one, 17-16 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz trailing the Chicago Bulls 17-16. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Mike Conley is out. He's not on the trip with us. He's back home rehabbing. Otherwise, Jazz are healthy. Bulls are pretty healthy. Jazz youngsters hoping to make their debut in the All-Star game here this February. It'll be in Chicago. Zach Levine hoping to do the same for the Bulls. Moutier. Free throw line extended. Far right side. Comes off a logo bear pick with a left hand dribble in the paint. Kicks to Bogdanovich. Drives by Levine. Cut off by Gafford. Hands to Rudy. Dunks. Beautiful find by Bogdanovich who brought the defender to him. And the Jazz regain the lead 18-17. So did you see the key here as aggressive as the defense is for the Chicago Bulls? is definitely breaking the paint. That's something the Jazz want to do anyway. Well, Ron, that shouldn't be that big a problem because the Bulls allow the most shots of any team in the league at the rim. At a stunning 42%. Levine walks into a straightaway three and hits it over the end. Levine had a pretty impressive month of December as well when the Bulls went 7-7, and hitting 39% of his threes. Moutier, left-hand drive, into the paint, right to the window, as we were just talking about, and he draws the foul. So, Ron, we talk about shot distribution. The Bulls have the worst defensive shot distribution in the NBA. So for all the positives we talk about, about forcing 18% of all possessions into turnovers, which, according uh, to Zach Guthrie of the Jazz coaching staff is the highest rate of anyone in the last 10 years. And I think he might have gotten that number from former Utah Jazz broadcast assistant Connor Varney. Really? So we'd like to give Connor a little shout out. Uh, so as much as that's great, they also foul more than anyone in the NBA and they allow the worst shot distribution of anyone in the NBA. So I can understand the fouls that they're that aggressive and, and they're trying to pack it in and come up with steals and And you can understand, you know, being that aggressive coming up with fouls. Moutier splits the free throws. Kobe White working inside with a left-hand dribble. Lobs to the rim. Carter, or excuse me, Rafford off balance trying to dunk it. Can't get to it. Gafford missed the dunk. Left side, Clarkson. Transition quick. Three good. Catch and shoot for Jordan Clarkson. He's a 40% catch and shoot three-point shooter. He's taken 61 from that range this year. Now 62 at May 25 coming into time. I'll take that. Absolutely. Straight away three for the Bulls. Rims off the back handle. No good. In his 13th year, Thaddeus Young, that surprises me that he's taken that many threes right now. Well, he's not been making much in his time on this team. Manuel Moutier with a nifty move. He just forgot the leather. Had to go back and get it. Get it. And then gets knocked out of bounds by Dunn. Chris Dunn. Originally a first-round pick by Minnesota. Limited offense so far in his career, but a superb defensive player. And he's really up on Donovan and Moody early. Tony Bradley in the game of center. Look pass to the corner. Three ball from Clarkson in the corner. Rims no good. Bulls allow the fourth most amount of corner threes of any team in the league. Right side, Valentine. Denzel played at Michigan State. 
Takes a right-hand floater from the free throw line. Swish. I don't know. Was that a lob or was that? No, that was his shot. It's his shot. Wow. That's... One you're willing to probably let him take all the time. Tied at 22. Emmanuel Moutier works off a pick. Takes a right-hand drive. Cut off by two defenders. Gets all the way to the window. Reverse layup. No. Rebound tapped out. Battle for a 50-50 ball. All the way into the backcourt where Donovan Mitchell's waiting for as it comes to him. Shot clock's at just 12. Donovan comes in the front court, Crosses over Valentine. Drives. Puts up an awkward floater. It goes in. And they'll let him pick that every possession. Yeah. 24-22. Jazz by two. Donovan's first two. Here's White, wearing a black legging on the right side, nothing on the left leg. Top to Dunn. Clarkson forces him to his left hand, he snakes back to his right, and Moutier knocks it away, Bradley picks it up, and then a tripping foul on Dunn. Throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships is donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Jazz should get a lot of them tonight if they figure out this defense. They have four assists so far. I think they're starting to. I mean, just the key is being able to break the paint. And I've always felt that anytime you break the paint, the defense is scrambling. Donovan gets Valentine switched on, who's slow afoot. He spite a spins in the lane, stops, cut off, fadeaway jumper from the free throw line, too hard off the handle. Nice defense from Valentine, who's big. Jazz are going two for one. Valentine will rise and fire for three off the handle, no good. And the Jazz have 21 seconds left in the quarter with the shot clock off. Bulls have hit eight of 21. Jazz have hit nine of 22. Neither team red hot. Jazz lead at 24-22. We have nine seconds left. Clarkson comes off a Donovan pick, turns the corner, drives into the defense, falls to the ground, and that's because he was fouled. Jim Boyland got his hands stretched out, his fingers extended, his suits being pushed to its maximum level with his bulging biceps being about to burst through the seams. He can't believe the call was made. I don't understand why. I'm watching the replay, and I don't know why they don't think that it was a foul. Because Chris Dunn fouled it. 4.3 4.3 seconds left. Clarkson's first free throw is good. Numbering Zach Levine returns the lineup for the Bulls. Second quarter every night. Commercial free. We're excited. We'll have Thurl Bailey with us. All brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Jazz 25. Bulls 22. Jordan Clarkson grew up in San Antonio. Misses the second free throw. Tony Bradley jousting for it. Cannot get it, but prevents the Bulls from going the other way with it. And the Jazz against the eighth best first quarter team and the second best defensive team in the first quarter of the NBA have the lead 25-22 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Three throw line extended, far right side. Comes off a logo bear pick with left hand dribble in the paint. Kicks to Bogdanovich. Drives by Levine. Cut off by Gafford. Hands to Rudy Dunks. Beautiful find by Bogdanovich who brought the defender to him. And the Jazz regain the lead 18-17. Jazz lead it. That's your America First game summary. They Jazz lead it 25-22. America First get the finest in financial services from America First. Jazz had a good first quarter defensively. Defensive rating of a 94. Donovan off a Bradley pick. Steps through. Finds Tony at the rim. Goes to dunk. Blocked by the the Bulls. And that's Gafford again. Their second round pick out of Arkansas. Blocked Tony at the apex. White comes to get it. Guarded by Clarkson. Zero versus double zero. Hands over to Harrison. Shaquille Harrison has not been playing much. Playing instead of Archie Diakono. 
right wing white. He wants to shoot. He's a, going one on one on Clarkson. Turn around, tough, contested two is good. He shot below 40% for the month of December as he still tries to adjust. But he can get his shots off and will be a, probably be a bona fide scorer in this league. Got him listed at 6'5, doesn't look that big. Ooh, interesting. Cross court pass to the corner. Corner three, Jordan Clarkson up and in. Mentioned it a moment ago, the Bulls allow 10% of opponent shots as corner threes. That's the 26th in the league. The Jazz were one of five on corner threes in the first quarter, now two of six. 28-24. Rim and corner three, those are the two best shots in the league. Here's Thaddeus Young, the veteran, driving into O'Neal, who's got two fouls. Misses Bradley with a knife of rebound. And that's when I've always been associated with his game, with his going to the basket and playing around the rim. Donovan drives, lobs to Bradley, catches at the rim, foul from behind. That's going to be two fouls on White. And Donovan Mitchell comes over and gives Tony Bradley a big pat on the chest. Tony Bradley has struggled a bit with this early minutes, but this has to be encouraging for him, Ron, that he seems to have a long leash of opportunity here. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what they, what, what they need out of out of him. I mean, he just needs minutes on the floor. you got to evaluate a player like that, and you can't do it in three or four minutes spans. First free throw from Tony is no good. It falls meekly off the front of the rim. And Thurl Bailey joins us now from the AT&T Sports Desk back in Salt Lake City. Big T, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good. Happy what are you seeing so far? Happy New Year to you, too. What are you seeing so far in this one? Guys, you know how important it is to have an instant offense reserve player? I mean, I know you know. I know that's rhetorical, but I just love the way Jordan Clarkson has just come and, and Quinn's allowed him to be him. Wendell Carter on a pick and roll attacks the basket, scores over Bradley, and it's 28-26, Jess. Well, I think what is so important about that is it just feels like we have 240 minutes of basketball. Donovan driving, gets the ball deflected, throws it over to O'Neal, rotates to the corner of the instant offense. Clark, somebody misses the three. Offensive rebound, Tony Bradley. Donovan's left open, thinks about passing, then realizes there's no one around him, fires the three and hits. 31-26. Donovan has really come out to be unselfish tonight. because they're, And that's a great sign of him understanding shoot-around, guys. Without a doubt, and I know you can chime in on this, but he understands exactly what, boy, there's a little push shot again there for Valentine. He's but, never going to leave the ground, so that's all he's got. Yeah, it's it's understanding because the defense is geared to stop me. Now I have to do things to make my teammates better. And as Jim Boylan said in our new skin jazz sound flash, he wants to impact the ball. Whistle on the stop of action with his deep. The defense wants to impact and dictate the ball. The defense does. Well, Donovan's got the ball in his hand, so they're bringing two to him, so he's getting off the ball. Really a great sign of maturity from Donovan Mitchell so far tonight. I want to go back to uh, Jordan Clarkson for a second. We had a graphic up here of players over the years for the Jazz who in midseason were traded and had the most points in the first three games. And, uh, I mean, there's no question who was at the top of that list. Uh, the incomparable one, Mr. Ron Boone. <laughs> how, how was it, what was his assist totals in those first three games? Well, they couldn't find that graphic for some reason. They couldn't find those stats. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it didn't exist. They said, they said somebody broke into the vault and, and, and took those or erased them or something. I don't know what it was. You know, <laughs> they weren't paying him to pass. <laughs> Wendell Carter bumping and backing on Bradley goes up with a hook shot from eight feet out and up and in. Yeah, and they weren't paying him enough to score. 32-30. Well, a coach told me that once that he wanted me to take at least 20 shots a game. And he didn't have to wow. remind me, you know. 
Donovan, working the right side, takes a long two and hits it. Step back, but not behind the line. So Donovan's three of four now with eight points to lead Jazz scores, and the Jazz lead at 34-30. Bulls left side, Valentine, who's Big Ten Player of the Year at Michigan State, battling with Clarkson. Clarkson knocks it away, Valentine recovers. Shot clock's now down to 10. They haven't got it started yet. Young will drive to the basket at Bradley, lays it up and in. Thaddeus Young in his 13th year, putting this time in. Donovan being picked up by Harrison. Donovan hard drive, kicks back to the top. Wide open three for O'Neal, switch. And there it is again. Break the paint, man, you can get great shots. They allow the most shots in the league at the rim, and they allow the most corner threes. They allow the worst shot distribution of any team in the league. Bradley swats and Thaddeus Young drive out of bounds. I'll probably get you to say that again before the night's over. Yeah, well, it's, I do believe in repeating things. 37-32. I just think it's a fascinating approach by the Bulls that they're the number one team in the league at forcing turnovers. They're last in the league at fouling. And they allow the worst shot distribution in the league. Now, it's generally worked with the ninth best defensive team in the league. Now, they're also the 28th offensive team, which makes you a little worried that maybe, you know, if their offense was better, their defense might not be as good because teams would score more. There's a, some concept of game flow here. Sadoransky back in the game, guarded by Ingles. Gets trapped, tries to flip it back to White. Two on the shot clock. White gets by Moutier, puts up a wild right-hander that never gets off the glass. Nice job by Moutier understanding the shot clock and forcing him into a shot he didn't want to take. And in, in, in that case there as well, David, you heard me talk about when the clock is down to like three seconds, two seconds, you play teams for a jump shot. You don't, you, you crowd them. You get all over them because they don't have time to get to the basket. And off to Clarkson with the Jazz up 37-32. Right corner, Moutier, left-hand drive. Turns the back, thinks about a turnaround jumper, doesn't take it. Instead, downloaded Gobert. He bumps, he backs, he shimmies, he hooks way long. Three-footer that goes six. Here comes Levine. Pedal is down all the way to the rack. Gobert's with him, makes a mislip. Carter goes over the back for the rebound. His outlet pass is stolen by Ingles. Push ahead to Clarkson. Clarkson driving with Gobert in the middle of the lane. He curls back to Ingles. Ingles drives with the left hand. Big steps. Gets his shot blocked. Loose ball on the ground. Grabbed by Young. Here comes Thaddeus Young. We have a whistle and a technical foul on Joe Ingles. Jim Boylan's yelling, we got a layup on the other end. It, which, he has a point there. He's totally right. He's, he's totally right. I mean, officials Brian got to be aware is really tired like of Joe Ingles. Like, that was a technical foul with a scowl. Well, watching Forte. the replay, Joe, Joe definitely yep. had a point. Joe's right. It's interesting. Forte... There's technical fouls with like there's technical fouls with like a little bit of an edge. I'd say that was a technical foul with a little bit of an edge. Levine makes the free throw and now Ingles picks up the technical foul. Substitutions come in. And they have their most dynamic offensive group on the floor now. So Chris Dunn, who's not a good offensive player, is out. And Kobe White is in with their starters. So this is their offensive group. And the Jazz lead at 37-33. Sadoransky driving, cut off by Bogdanovich and Gobert. Retreats back out on the far side with seven minutes left in the quarter. Sadoransky comes off a pick. O'Neal switches to him. Cross-court pass to Carter for three off the side of the glass. Rebound O'Neal. 
Gobert running out in front. Moutier drives with the left hand. Kicks back to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes as Levine closes. Jump stop in the lane out to Moutier. Rotates to Clarkson. Wide open in the corner for three. Got it. That is great basketball. That's understanding also, David, the game plan. You mean the fact that they've taken eight corner threes already in this game? Absolutely. On 30 shot attempts? It's incredible. Thurl Bailey stays with us. It's the Mark Miller Subaru second quarter that's commercial free as the Jazz now have their largest lead of the night. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why he developed Promise Price. Promise Price is an upfront, no hassle price for every car in the lot. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location or start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Jordan Clarkson has 10 points. I had an interesting conversation with Jordan Clarkson Day. As we were walking out of the arena, I said, did you, like, call people? When you get traded, you call people? Do you? Said, nah, I just showed up. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, like, the league's small. You could have you could have talked to Antonio. You, nah, I just came. I, I think he was in back, live and back before he was traded. He was so eager to go somewhere. Somewhere to a team that's maybe with a winning record. I know you pointed this out, you know, that throughout his career, and, and right now he's in his, what, his third? This is fourth year. Seventh. Is that Benny? Clarkson? Sixth year. Sixth year? He's in his sixth year. He's played up until this, for those who don't know the story. Clarkson's played 28 games on a good team in his career. His other games have not been on teams that aren't good. Teams that are winning less than college teams win. So he's excited to be here. What yes. you, Thurl, you t- you brought it up as we started this. So what is the impact on this? Whole, what is the impact on the whole game? And the fact that the Jazz now have this guy coming off the bench who is just changing games every time he comes in. Well, it's a huge impact, and I can relate somewhat because uh, I was hopefully viewed as that, that type of player that uh, was relied on for for offense, especially. Um, but it just changes the dynamic of. Uh, you know, your, your, your starters having all the responsibility to, to, to have to score. You know, if one or two guys are off, sometimes that guy coming off the bench is, is just great to kind of get that energy going that everybody's able to follow. What was your mentality? Did it change night to night, or was it just to come in and score, or how did you view it? Well, first of all, it was embracing the role. I mean, I, I felt like that, um, you know, there were other teams I probably could have started on, but I, uh, there were other guys who were asked to, to take that role that were starting that uh, it, it wasn't a fit for them. So when Frank came to me, Frank Layden came to me and asked me if I would come off the bench, uh, and he did ask. Uh, I said, sure, coach, whatever you need. And so the mentality was that I was going to embrace it and make it my own. And I had an advantage, I thought, to sit there and kind of frame the game in my mind, what I needed to do as an offensive and defensive player and be effective. Kobe White, right-hand runner off the glass and in. Nice hesitation move going through the line, 40-35. Thurl Bailey's with us. I know you got to get back to the AT&T sports desk, but i got another question for you on that in a second. Clarkson, right elbow. Guarded by Sadoransky, finds tries to find a cutting Bogdanovich. It gets deflected back to Clarkson. He drives, flares it back out into the backcourt. Kobe White runs it down. And he fires a three immediately and misses. And Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich rebounds for the Jazz. I'm glad he missed 35. that because I thought O'Neal had a chance to run and, pick and, and get that rather than 
have White take an early three. Moody a left-hand drive on White and a foul on White reaching in. Is that three on him? It, it is, Ron. Yeah. So, Thurl, you talk about you embracing the role. How about your teammates? How much do they have to be willing to have you come in and play at that role? Uh, you know, they, they, they did have to be to be willing because, it. You know, interestingly enough, you know, when you go in as a reserve, you don't get to play with some of those core guys early on. Now, what I did end up being was the guy who finished as well, so I got to be out there with Carl and John quite a bit in that rotation. Um, but, I mean, it's all, it all ends up being connected. You, you, you just have to, your teammates have to embrace it as well and, and root you on, just like the Jazz guys do. They want you to do well, and it's kind of a separate entity. Clarkson gets a gets caught in the air, throws it away, fast break layup the other way. Jazz answer with a backdoor cut by Royce O'Neal for a dunk. Interestingly, on those two previous possessions were the first two live ball turnovers by the Jazz. They had no live ball turnovers in the first quarter against the number one turnover team in the league. Sadoransky outside the three-point line, comes off a Carter pick, steps back for a three, barely nicks iron if it did at all, and it goes out of bounds. It might not have. Thurl Bailey, that was a really insightful conversation. We greatly appreciate you. Happy New Year and have a good time on the AT&T Sports Desk at halftime. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Donovan checks back in. Clarkson, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, and Gobert. Bulls have Chris, their starting five back on the floor. So Chris Dunn's in for White, who picked up the third foul Ron mentioned. Donovan, left-hand drive in the lane, double team. Swoops it around, underhand scoop, no good. Donovan forced one there. It's three of five tonight with eight points. Here's Levine quickly driving, lobbing to Carter. Up, and Gobert puts a little forearm into him on the way up and get a foul called. Jim Boylan doesn't like the call as a sigh out. Well, he, he thought that he had control of this. and Boylan's yelling, he's got a body contact up. was before. Yeah. Brian Forte's yeah. right. Yeah. 42-37. Levine thought about playing in the post. Doesn't do it a lot. Instead of a low pick and roll into the middle of the lane. Going up against Gobert and scooped it around him and in. Really One of the really elite athletes in the NBA coming off an ACL and still just as athletic. Yeah. Boffle, Washington. This is Zach Levine. Bogdanovich outside right. Ball sticking a little bit right now. Jazz lead is three. Reaching foul on Carter. And there's the reason. That they lead the league in fouls? fouls yeah. Reaching. That's their fourth team foul, so it will be penalty for 19. Get back, to, get back to Clarkson there. The fact that he's coming off the bench, he's getting a ton of minutes, he's getting 29 minutes. That's exactly the minutes he was averaging before he got here. So the minutes that he's out there on the floor right now, probably just as productive but maybe more productive than he was with, with, uh, with Cleveland. Donovan at the top wearing his Don ones with black and white soles. They switch one through five. Donovan has Sadoransky on him. Four, two on the shot clock. Spida spins to, into a turnaround jumper. Good. Wow, that was something else. Half Spida spin into a step back. That is some unbelievable body control right there. 44-39. Jazz by five. Levine finds a cutting Sadoransky. Wraps it back down low to Carter. Kicks to the corner to Markkinen for three. Swirls out. Donovan with a great screen out on the board. Donovan is the third leading rebounder on the Jazz. Driving. Into the lane is Clarkson. Forces up a shot. Air ball. Comes down to Markkinen. Probably could have passed out on that one. Or oh, Kipp is dribble alive. One more dribble with the spin move. Now he's facing it and to see the basket. Levine left side. 
Swings through, drives, kicks to the corner. Sadaransky, Donovan's all over him. Sadaransky's not one who's going to beat you one-on-one. Great three-point shooter, though. Five on the clock. Levine left side. Penetrates all the way to the basket. Defense isn't there. He lays it up and in timeout. Quinn Snyder. 44-41. The Utah Jazz lead here in the second quarter. And we mentioned it earlier. The Bulls are the second best defense in second quarters. Seventh first quarters. Seventh best in second quarters. 15th in third quarters. And 25th in the fourth. So... The Jazz trying to take advantage of that as the night goes on. If we can add to that, David, I, I think, the, the, I mean, they're very aggressive. Switching all over the floor. You think they start to tire a little bit toward it oh, in the, late in the ball game as well to go along with teams making the adjustment of, you know, what they're doing out there on the good floor? Good question. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Kristen Kenny, the Jazz TV reporter, found a neat little tidbit the other day about Quinn Snyder calling Jim Boylan for uh, some advice at one point in his career. Here's what Jim Boylan had to say about this when he got the call from Quinn about heading, whether he should head to Russia or not. I have a lot of respect for him and the Utah Jazz. I think I've been in four or five playoff series against the Jazz. I've known Quinn for a long time. He was a spur. I was a spur. He was a college head coach. I was a college head coach. So there was a lot of kind of overlay there. He had a big choice to make, and I just told him what I thought. And he made a great choice, and he's in a great spot. So I'm really happy for him. Jim Boylan, nice job by Kristen Kenny to find that story. On this January 2nd, 2020, let's take a second on our Mark Miller commercial-free second quarter. Look back at a little piece of jazz history. The year was 1994. The Jazz opened the new year in a big way, defeating the Portland Trailblazers 92-90. The Jazz trailed by 15 at the half, and it is one of the largest comeback victories in Jazz franchise history. Steve Loom of the Salt Lake Tribune recalls the Blazers as one of the toughest opponents for the Stockton and Malone Jazz. Portland and Jazz had some unbelievable games and unbelievable matchups. Stockton and Terry Porter, Buck Williams and Malone. Those were the kind of games that you'd watch as a sports writer and smile because it was a treat to watch those kind of matchups. Double-doubles by Stockton and Malone would lead the Jazz to the come-from-behind win that night in Portland. Well, we sit in the building right now where all that culminated with the two NBA Finals, but to get to those two NBA Finals, you did. You had those Blazer teams, you had those great Sonic teams, and you had the, the Rockets, and then finally, you know, it was the young Lakers that actually, you think back about it, the, you win the Western Conference Finals for all those Portland rivalries. Portland beats the Jazz in the Western Conference Finals, and the Jazz actually never see that team. It's their victories over the Lakers and Rockets to be able to get here to play the Bulls. Uh, exactly. And, boy, what the 90s was just totally awesome. Electrifying. Just think about that today when we were at, at shoot-around looking at the banners and how the Jazz had something to do with those a couple of those banners up there. But you're absolutely right. The Portland Trailblazers that year was totally awesome. They were really, really good. I remember Buck Williams and Carl Malone going at it quite a bit. Gobert on a roll to the basket out of the timeout. Catches and scores. That's a play the Jazz run often to open games and they run as an ATO. Gobert passes the wing then flashes down the lane, catches and lays it up and in. Jazz 46. Bulls 41. Levine. Left wing to Sadaransky. Played for the Czech Republic in the World Cup with Washington last year. High pick and roll. Gets to the right elbow. Rises and fires and hits. 46-43. Bulls are 30th in the NBA in half-court offense. So far tonight, the Jazz defense has been good, but a little less good recently since the Bulls went to their offensive lineup. Ingles has some space. Gobert setting a pick, and it's an illegal defense from the Bulls, the second one tonight. 
And the Bulls are over-shifting to the gym. What level coach is willing to take that one? Well, in that case, it was Sadaransky shifting from the weak side. Bogdanovich's free throw rattles around. And just sitting there. Peeks out and then goes home, as it should. So most teams in the NBA, from a technical standpoint now, take their big man and drop them back to the rim. The Bulls do the opposite. The Bulls on a pick and roll take their big man and put him up on the ball. And as, as Jim Boylan said in our new skin sound flash, they want to impact the ball and dictate the ball. Here's Donovan. Chested to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich retreats out. He's guarded by Carter. Jazz space the floor. Let Bogdanovich go to work with four on the shot clock. Tries to step back three. Not there. O'Neal's back at the corner of the bull for the logo. He misses the three. As he was all the way back at half court, Bogdanovich turns to O'Neal says, my bad. That move uh, works if you don't challenge the three. Boyan step back. Two of five. Carter Quick. stepped right with him. Yeah, he saw that coming. Two yeah. of five. That shot clock was down far enough. He didn't yeah. have much more he could do. And that was a perfect example there as well. I mean, you play him for the jump shot. When you get two seconds on the clock. Wait a second. They just announced that a Rudy Gobert got called for a second foul. It was a shot clock violation, not a foul on Gobert. Now James Washington, James Williams is coming over and may have called a foul on Rudy. Called an offensive foul on Rudy? They're calling a foul. That is totally ridiculous. They called a foul on Rudy pushing off as the shot clock expired. That's unnecessary. So Rudy has two fouls now. Strange. Zach Levine in the late snakes back. Pull up, full, falling back jumper is good. 47-45. Jazz lead is two. Levine has six. Has ten, excuse me. Left side, Bogdanovich off a Gobert pick to the corner to Ingles. Drives with the left hand, back out to Bogey. Open three from straight away, rattles out. He's guiding it a little bit right now. He's in a little bit of a slump. That's why you have to continue to break the paint. You're going to get shots like that. Three ball from Levine, no good. Bogdanovich over the last five games shooting 31% from three. This is not a ball game where you can just take guys one-on-one. Donovan drives, brings two people to him, rotates up to Ingles. Bad pass he couldn't handle. Over to O'Neal, kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich, corner three. Rattles around and out. Bogey thought he got fouled. He's 0 for 4 from 3 tonight. Here comes Sadoransky. Kick out to Marketing for 3. Jazz closing. Marketing hits. And the Bulls gain the lead. 48-47. Jazz are getting great shots. Yeah, as long as they continue to break the paint, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be concerned with, with the Jazz offense. 50 seconds left in the quarter. Donovan. They aren't running a lot of pick and roll because they'll be trapping Donovan. So here he penetrates in the lane. Free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound Carter. Jazz have gone a little cold all of a sudden. But some good looks. Levine working in the lane. Playing with a little bit of a bounce right now. He's got 10 points. Goes to the corner. Fires the three and hits. And the Bulls have their largest lead. 51-47. 30 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock's at 15. Donovan at the top. Bulls on an 8-0 run. Bogdanovich comes to set the pick. Flares out to Bogey. Six on the clock. Working the drive. Puts the shoulder into the defender. Puts it up. Misses the shot. Rebound Carter. 12 seconds left. Levine will come to the front court. His dad played at Utah State football. 
Levine with his crosses over. Rises. Off balance three. No. Gobert snares the rebound and the half comes to a close. So the Jazz will trail it. But Chicago this year, when leading at the half, are 9 and 10. So we'll see if the Jazz can do what other teams have already done this year, which is come from behind to beat the Chicago Bulls. 51-47 Chicago on the Jazz Radio Network. second half basketball the Bulls lead the Jazz 41 51 to 47 Bulls are 9 and 10 this year when leading at the half the Jazz have won eight games when trailing at the half Bogdanovich opening play the second half gives to Ingles swings it right back to Bogey swings through on Sadoransky pass deflected a live ball turnover by the Jazz just the third of the game the Bulls number one in the league at forcing turnovers and they run off it and mark it and dunks and Ron that's the story of the whole game it, it really has you can see Rudy having to defend the, the three point line on the left side of the floor the Bulls will impact the ball trapping and here they knock it away again from Donovan he loses it out of bounds this is a dead ball turnover but the Jazz open after committing just six turnovers in the first half. They commit two in the opening plays. The Bulls' defense statistically has gotten less good by the quarter this year. They're just 15th in the league in second quarter, in third quarter. So they're the 25th ranked third quarter team. Marking into the top. Will catch and shoot for a three. It's good. And Lowry Markkinen gives the Bulls who ended the half on an 8-0 run. A 5-0 run on this side. They have their largest lead, 56-47. The Jazz better stay in contact. Tight curl by Bogdanovich. Swiped away by Carter. Cross-court skip pass to Donovan. He's standing out of bounds. No, Gobert's in the lane for three. Three turnovers and three possessions by the Jazz. The Bulls are the number one team in the NBA at forcing turnovers. Or they recover and get out on the shooters as quick as anyone that I've seen in the league so far. Zadaransky double staggered left to right, but not with the intent to score. Same play as a moment ago, but this one's for Levine, and Ingles comes from behind and blocks it. Joe comes to the front court. Joe wearing the brace on his right wrist. Gives to Gobert at the elbow. They're sagging off him. Hand off to Donovan. Guarded by Chris Dunn, an elite-level defender. Over to O'Neal. Right corner, Ingles. Jazz have gotten 10 corner threes tonight, and this one pops out. Gobert battling for the rebound and can't corral it. The Jazz are Three of ten on corner threes now. Here's in Levine driving through the lane and lays it up and in. And the Jazz are down 11 in the opening moments of the third quarter as the Bulls close the first half on an 8-0 run and have now exerted their will on this game and have outscored the Jazz 6-0 to start. It's a 14-0 run back to the second quarter. And the Jazz are down 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. the ball. We would like to make the ball handler feel us and not be in control of the situation. And we have equal parts on our defense, which means we have guys that protect the rim, also guys that close to the corner. Everybody does that in our system. We felt with this group that it would be a perfect defense for the guys we have. That is what the Bulls do. They force turnovers. Ninth best defense in the NBA. Over the last two weeks, they've been the fifth best. Donovan being pressured by Dunn, who's an elite defender, turns the corner. Euro steps. Right-hand floater. Good. Man, that is a move about five guys in the league can make. I'll tell you what. He, Dunn will make you concentrate 
Dunn's figured out he's not a shooter. He's going to make his money defensively. He's good at it. 58-49. Jazz on the wrong side of a 17-1 run till a moment ago. Markkinen fires a three. Short rebound O'Neal. Jazz may be on the push here. Jazz play the least fast break possessions in the NBA and the most in the half court. And they're in the half court now as Donovan trying to work against this Bulls defense. Gives to Ingles, guarded by Carter, who's their 6'10 center. He drives the left hand, Euro steps, gives to O'Neal. He penetrates, back up to Ingles, contested three, good. Joe Ingles two for five from three now. And the Jazz are down six, 58-52. Levine, far right side, comes off a Carter pick, snakes back to his right hand. He wants, that's the way he wants to go, bounces it through traffic. It's picked up by O'Neal. O'Neal's on the run on the right side. Donovan's on the far side. He didn't see him. Hands to Ingles, kicks out to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes a three, penetrates to the rock and hammers it. 58-54. Jazz back within four. Little surge of the Jazz own. And Jim Boylan wants a timeout. This is interesting because both timeouts now for this quarter have been taken by the 857 mark. So there will not be another automatic timeout for the next nine minutes of basketball. But we will take this one here on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz have cut the deficit that was 11 down to 4. Trail at 58-54, 8-57 left in the third quarter. Utah Jazz play-by-play proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Golden West Credit Union. GWCU.org will take care of you. Jazz are allowing the Bulls to run. We talked about it earlier. The Bulls are the last in the NBA in a half-court offense, but they are run playing an inordinate amount of possessions in transition today. Chris Dunn, left side. Ingles flies by. Dunn fires the three. Misses. Battle for the rebound. Kicks all the way back out to Dunn, who penetrates. Floats and misses again. Rebound Ingles. They're playing about 23-24% of their possessions in transition, which would be one of the highest rates of any team all season. Ink Mitchell splits a double team, attacks the basket, hooks the pass back out to Ingles. Ingles drives to the left hand, now curls back and Levine all over. Gets reset by Gobert, drives the baseline, double team, hooks around a wide open Gobert, definitely lays it up and in. That possession, I thought, was taking too long. Half court set for the Bulls, Jazz 58, Bulls 50, excuse me, Jazz down by two, 58-56. Bulls are the worst half-court offense in the NBA as Dunn works the left side and steps back for another shot and misses again. And the rebound comes down to Bogdanovich. The Jazz can keep them in the half-court. They'll be all right. Can't commit turnovers and have to get back in transition defense. Donovan sets Bogdanovich left side. Bogey having a little bit of a tough night tonight. Drives hard to the rack. Kicks out to O'Neal. Rotates to Donovan. Catch and shoot three straight away. Front rimmed it. No good. Rebound controlled by the Bulls. They'll look to run here. Can the Jazz get back defensively? Dunn to the front court. Gets an early drag. Works to the left side. 15 on the shot clock. Attacks Donovan. Kicks it back out. They've got a half court set now. Levine has it. He's their leading scorer. He's got 15 tonight. He averages 24. And Levine will fire from the angle left short. And here it is, Ron. If you keep him in the half court, it's not a good offense. Well, they don't seem to move the basketball. Donovan works on Dunn and draws a foul. Jazz trail 58-56 just a few moments ago. They were down 11. And now their best offensive lineup is on the floor as Kobe White comes in. The rookie from North Carolina who... While struggling for the month of December, shooting 38%, still shot 40% from three. 
Jazz are on a 9-0 run here. That's a 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Beautiful. Ingles tries to wrap a hard pass down low to Gobert. Gets knocked away by Sadoransky. Joe anticipated there rather than seeing the passing lane. Yeah, exactly, but nice job by Sadoransky but but just sloughing off there, getting it to the passing lane. Bulls went on a 17-1 run. Jazz have answered with a 9-0 run of their own. Donovan behind the pick. Can be doubled as he comes off, so he'll just take one dribble, fire the three, switch. And Donovan even goes back the other way, going, ooh. Jazz have taken the lead, 59-58. Levine left wing. Guarded by Bogdanovich. Crosses him over, loses the ball, fades back to a mid-range jumper, no good. Bulls have made an inordinate amount of mid-range jumpers in the first half as well. 59-58. Ingles driving. Kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich bobbles it. Tries to save it off Sadoranski. Instead gives it right to him. Fast break by the Bulls. Spotting up left side is White for a corner three. No good. Marketing goes over the back of Ingles. No call. Gets the rebound back and lays it up. No. Rebound tipped out by Gobert to Levine. Bulls have it. Levine works inside. Underhand scoop. Blocked by O'Neal. Pulled out by Gobert. That's a big play. Jazz by one. 59-58. Donovan crossing over Carter. Shoves off offensive foul. Don's a very good defensive player. But that wasn't, yeah, that was, who was that? That was Carter. It was Carter. Their big 6'10", second-year player out of Duke. Your Zions Bank leading scorers tonight, or starters, Donovan Mitchell has 15. Nine for Bogdanovich on three of nine shooting. Eight for Gobert, eight for Ingles, and five for Royce O'Neal. Those are your Zions Bank starters. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who kept us in business. Sadoransky far right side. Pull up jumper, good. And the Bulls regain the lead, 61, 60 to 58. We've had nine lead changes in four ties. 60-59 Bulls. Ingles. Top to Gobert. Thinks about a backup to Donovan. Can't, so he goes back to Ingles. Double team. Rudy rolls. Beautiful catch and a dunk. That was not an easy catch by Rudy Gobert over his left shoulder while going to his right, catching and dunking. It never brought the ball down. Kept it up above his head. Sadoransky. Nash dribbles out to the far side. Hands it down a little. Sees Gobert. Scoops underneath Carter. Carter takes a while to put it up. Misses because of Rudy. Rudy altered three different shots in that one sequence right there. 61-60 Jazz. Donovan might have the vibe going. He's got 15. Cross-court pass to the corner to Bogdanovich, and he steps out of bounds. Another turnover on the Jazz, but a dead ball turnover. Huge difference today. That corner, if you don't catch and shoot from that corner, you try to put the ball on the floor. Nine times out of ten, players step out of bounds because your first thing you do is take that step backwards in order to get started. Jazz have six turnovers in the quarter. Slow-paced game generally, but the Bulls have gotten out in transition, but here they're in the half court again. 61-60 Jazz. Sadoransky played for the Czech Republic in the World Cup. Left side of the finish marketing. Driving on Bogdanovich to the basket and a foul. Bogdanovich is getting caught in space defensively a little more tonight than I've seen on some other nights. Marketing, now maybe that's because marketing is quite good. Your efficiency report tonight. Brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Well, I'm going to find an efficient shot, Ron Boone. And that is the corner three. The Jazz were able to get nine corner threes in the first half of this game. The Bulls allow some of the most in the NBA, but they're just three of ten on those. So you really like to hit one or two more of those, make it four of ten, see if the Jazz can do that the rest of the way. 
First free throw from Markkinen ties us at 61. Yeah, I think just continue to break the paint, get those same shots they got in the first half. The Vegas is normally is going to break down with, with so many seconds. Marketing makes next to you, you know, Jazz fans come into this one and look at it and say, well, we're 21 and 12 and they're 13 and 21. We should win this. Yeah. Vegas agrees, but by two. The Vegas line tonight, I think, was two. Ingles, right side. Comes off a pick. Double team, because that's what the Bulls do. They impact the ball. Inside to Moutier. Turn around, jumper in the free throw line. Sits on the cup. Top spins over and in. Emmanuel Moutier. Moutier's been shooting 56% over the last five games. Jazz back up 63-62. We're yo-yoing back and forth as Sadoransky drives. Kicks out to the wing. It's White. Back to Sadoransky in the corner over Bogdanovich. No good. Rebound Ingles. Half-court possession. The Bulls are just coming up zeros. Rudy rolls. Catches in the lane. Foul. They'll get two free throws. He got hit right in the face. Boy, he starts to rub his head like. Like he was hit really in the hurts. eye or something, yeah. Kind of a frantic rub, actually. George Niang in the game is talking to him. It's one of the few times George can't make someone laugh. Eric Waters, the trainer, quickly jumps up spryly toward his bag of goodies and tries to see what he needs. Rudy's got blood, so now Eric's going to have to do two duties. One, he's bleeding. And two, his contact came out. That's now that. Like you think about car racing, changing a tire. Try 30 seconds to try to change a contact on somebody else. So that, uh, that is pressure right there for Eric Waters. Well, I think, does he? I, I don't think Eric puts it in. Well, he can't reach Rudy, so Rudy has to do it. <laughs> and Eric, he had a little handy dandy mirror and everything. I mean, that is going all the way. That is an all-pro performance right there. Well, it's in. This is the University of Iowa Hawkeye who spent many years here in Chicago after college. And the 30-second timeout is done, and Rudy will go to the free throw line. Save Light Autoglass is your local vehicle glass expert, and they are proud to present the Master of the Glass rebounding program at the end of... The regular season, Safe Light Autoglass will take $5 for every rebound secured for this year's team rebounding leader with all proceeds benefiting neighborhood house. This is good because we needed a break in action. Otherwise, both timeouts had gone. And we're still kind of holding on it. And they're reviewing right now a Siegfried and Jensen review. And this might turn out to be flagrant. I didn't really see it this way the first time. And maybe we can get the review in our ear. And they... Wendell Carter hit... Rudy, without a lot of intention to go after the basketball. I, well, he might have gotten toward the basketball, but yeah, his looked, elbow gets right in Rudy's head. And that's the reason Rudy was rubbing his forehead, because it looked like he may have challenged the ball, but the follow-through slap of the elbow catches Rudy on the head there as well. And I think the officials saw it the same way you did. Common foul? Yeah. That review brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases for the last. After review, the Take wow. it back. Oh, now that I see that replay, absolutely. Oh, they got an overhead camera. Favorite, flagrant one. When you see the overhead, it is just an elbow to the head. Jazz get two free throws and the ball out of bounds. And a new contact. And Jim Boylan is 
I never understood this, okay? This is my new pet peeve. My old pet peeve is the NBA player who acts like they've never committed a foul and they commit the most obvious foul and they're wasting all of our time. My latest is the coach that argues after they reviewed it. Like, they just saw it in slow motion. Like, do you think they're going to miss that? Like, Doc Rivers did it the other night in one of the games I was watching. I'm like, what are you arguing? They just watched it in slow-mo. Rudy's first free throw is good. I think coaches sometimes, and I'm not saying either coach, try to work officials. Right. And I know Doc Rivers is probably like that. Yeah, maybe just a little. Yeah, you you work officials. (laughs) But I'm not, I'm guessing I wouldn't review it after they got slow-mo. Rudy splits the two free throws. And the Jazz now get the basketball, leading it 64-62. to It's really a good basketball game tonight with a lot of different storylines and technical aspects and X's and O's to this. Moody Day inbounds. Rudy's the release foul. Jazz get 24 seconds here. Ingles flares to the corner. Tough pass. He has to go high to get it. Gives to Gobert at the elbow. He puts it on the deck. Carter goes down. They'll call it an offensive foul. Actually, it was not Carter. It was Gafford, the rookie second-year player out of Arkansas. The second charge he's taken. So that's Rudy's third foul. Rudy has a double-double again tonight. 11 points and 10 rebounds. A couple of offensive fouls there by Rudy. Chris Dunn back out on the floor with Sadoransky. This is not a great offensive lineup they have on the floor to the Bulls. White. He'll do a lot. It's Nyang switched on him. He'll probably go one-on-one here. Instead, they run a pick. Nyang gets through it. White going one-on-one. Fancy dancing. Pull-up jumper. No dividend. Rebound comes down to Moutier. On the push. Crosses over. Steps through to the rack. No call on a goaltend. Now a goaltend. Wow, that was a late whistle. A finger roll layup. And Gafford blocked it off the back rim. It was incredible. And if we were in Europe, it'd be all over House of Highlights. Well, I'll tell you what. He was way up in the air. That ball is definitely in the cylinder. And he, ba- he banged it off the back rim, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that overhead camera is awesome. It's closer than it looked. That is a nice play. Too bad it doesn't count. Gafford. Power dribble. Gets Gobert in the air and then travels. He gets the shot blocked anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Daniel Gafford. Nice footwork. Gets Rudy up in the air, but the second jump there by Rudy ends up blocking the shot anyway. All right, 66-62. Jazz by four. Jazz are the sixth best third quarter team in the NBA. They trailed at the half, 51-47. The Bulls stretched it all the way out to 11. And now the Jazz are up four. Ingles swings top to Clarkson. He's in double figures off the bench again tonight. He had 20 the other night. Back up top to Ingles. 10 on the shot clock. Resets Clarkson. Guarded by Dunn, their best defensive player. Clarkson goes behind his back. Cut off by Dunn. His feet are fabulous. Drives for the basket and draws the foul. Yeah, see, he has got a magnet toward the iron. Yeah, and he is so quick. He's low to the floor when he's dribbling. That's the reason he's able to change direction so fast. Jazz on a 19-4 run right now. If that foul's on Dunn, that's his fourth. He's their best defense player. One of the elite on-ball defenders players in the league. Clarkson's free throw is good. Donate blood with ARUP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients who need a life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where... To donate. 
Clarkson makes both free throws. He's up to 12 points. He's been averaging 16 since joining the Jazz, and the Jazz are up six. So the run continues for Utah. It is now a 21-4 run. Left side, Levine. Off a pick. Gets in the lane. Bounces to Gafford. Gobert's there. Alters the shot. No good. Rebound. Tap to Clarkson. Double zero on his chest. And the pedal not all the way down. He holds a pivot foot. Chests it to Moutier. Drives the baseline. Attacks. Scoops to Gobert. Couldn't handle the pass. Live ball turnover and a fast break. And George Nian cuts off Thaddeus Young. He commits the foul. Good Euro foul right there. Tony Bradley will check in. Second team foul. Tony Bradley in the first half tonight. Jazz were plus six in his six minutes. He had four rebounds, an assist, and a block shot. Rudy checks out. Rafford. Cans to White. White with a left-hand dribble. He went over 30 already once this year. Banks this one off the glass. No good. Rebound loose. Donovan has it. Jazz have slight numbers. Left side, Niang. Quick release. Three in transition. Perfect. George Niang and Jim Boylan wants a timeout. George Niang has been tickling the twine at a high rate since being inserted in the lineup, and he's doing it again tonight. And the Utah Jazz have gone from down 11 to up 9 here in the third quarter and lead it 71-62, Ron. And what's swung in this game? Well, the fact that the Jazz just stuck with the game plan, I think. But, again, you're breaking the paint, and, and you're getting those looks. Uh, defensively, obviously, they pick things up there, but the, the, the key is always going to be for the Jazz with, with the ball movement is to continue to break the paint and get those looks. And on the defensive end, it's keeping them in the half court. When they, it is so abundantly clear how different this game is if you can keep the Bulls in the half court. Yeah, it, I expect Levine, I think, because I thought he was the one that really started to, to try to score in transition, even after a made shot in that second quarter there for the Bulls. With him in the ballgame, I expect for him to start doing that as well. Jazz on a 24-4 run right now. Earlier tonight, somebody rang the Lexus 30-point bell, brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linda, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out who it was. Here's Terry with 3.6 seconds to go, and the Hornets up by two, make it three after the free throw. Terry's got 30. Terry Rozier with 30. Devontae Graham had the game-winning three and had 16 points, 11 assists as Charlotte beat Cleveland. Dante Exum had a nice night. Seven points, five rebounds, two assists in 12 minutes. Way to go, Dante. Jazz leader here, 71-62. Levine splits the double team, drives at Bradley, and Tony fouls him. Tony's first foul in seven minutes. If you've been following us the last few weeks, that means something to you. Jazz trailed this game by four at the half, but the Bulls this year are nine and ten when leading at the half. The Jazz, on the other hand, have won are eight and ten when trailing at the half. So the Jazz actually one of the better come from behind teams as Levine misses the first free throw. 228 left here in the third quarter in Chicago. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Adrian Lizer is our executive producer. George Niang, top to Bradley. Hand off to Clarkson. They double off a curl because they impact the ball. 
what Jim Boylan said about their team. It's what they do. They lead the NBA in turnovers. Harrison guarding Donovan. Donovan drives, tries to throw a cross-court pass. It gets stolen. That's the one I was talking about there, David, earlier when that that skip pass that the Jazz want to to make that you have to be careful with. Jazz had six turnovers in the first half. They have eight here in the third quarter. And if the Bulls had two steals in the first half, so that's a live ball turnover. They now have seven, so they have five live ball turnovers. Levine through the lane, scooping layup, scores it. 71-65, Jazz by six. Moutier spins to the baseline on the rookie white, puts a shoulder in him. He falls back, Moutier is wide open, misses the seven-foot banker. Rebound comes down to Thaddeus Young. Outlet to White, who plays with a bounce, and his hair is doing the same on a ponytail on the back. Levine on the left wing. Levine slides in against Do- against Bradley. Nice defense, no good, but the rebound's tapped out to Young. Donovan goes after it and gets knocked to the ground. Goes out the bounds off the Jazz. Tony Bradley, elite-level offensive rebounder, led the nation in offensive rebounding at... North Carolina. Well, he's got to box out and get up off the floor to get some rebounds here tonight. 71-65. Jazz lead it. Levine off of three. Misses. Rebound comes down to Bradley. Half-court possession for the Bulls. Leads zero dividends. Donovan stutter steps. Chests it over to Clarkson. Left corner, Niang. Drives the baseline. Wraps it to the other baseline. Up top to Donovan. Levine goes for the steal. Donovan catches. Finds Niang. Left corner three. Pow! Gamble there by Levine. He thought he had that. I mean, that pass should have been picked off. White driving all the way to the rack. Beat Clarkson and the foul. Miscommunication defensively, and the Jazz give it back. George Niang's got nine points on three of five from three. You hate to get a three and then give it right back on the other end of the floor. George Niang has got his playing time increased greatly since the Jazz released... Jeff Green, and that has been really four games where his time has increased, and in that span, he is now shooting about 43% from three. White misses the free throw. So Jazz still lead it, 74-67, with 48 seconds left in the quarter. Skip pass to Moutier in the corner. Drives to the left hand of the middle. Fades back in the lane and hits. Mentioned it earlier, Moutier shooting 56% over the last five games. Just developing so nicely as a player. And the Jazz are up 76-67. Levine attacking. Layup, no. Rebound offensive Carter. Back up. Blocked by Bradley. Carter again. Kicks to the corner. Thaddeus Young's left-hand delivery is up and in from the left corner. Thaddeus Young, 8 for 26 from that corner three. Knocks down another one. Shot clock and game clock are separated by three seconds. Jazz lead is 76-70. Donovan guarded by Harrison. Doesn't usually play, but they didn't want Archie Diakono guarding Donovan tonight. High pick and roll in the end. Splits the double team. Lost it. Turnover on Donovan. Nine seconds left. Fast break the other way. White picks it up, then falls to the ground, losing it out of bounds. George Niang may have just taken a knee to the thigh, but I think he's going to be all right. That was not a very good play by Zach Levine. Six seconds on the clock with a turnover, and the shot clock is off, and he forces a fast break. Can the Jazz take advantage? Donovan, rise, fire at the horn, bank, no. That was almost a gift three points from the Bulls. But the Jazz have taken what was a four-point deficit of the half 
became an 11-point deficit and turned it to a six-point lead as we head to the fourth. And this year, the Utah Jazz are 16-4 and four when leading after three. Jazz, 76. Bulls, 70 on the Jazz Radio Network. The ever astute Ron Boone asks me a question, and the answer, Ron, just as we're kind of break, Lori Markinen checked out of the game with the Jazz leading 64-62. So the swing had happened before Markinen went out, but Markinen has certainly been a problem for the Jazz. Bulls have the opening possession with the Jazz leading by six. Here's Kobe White to the basket trying to dunk on Bradley, and we have goaltending, and it's going to be on Bradley. No, they're calling it on the Bulls. Nice defense of the rim by Tony Bradley. Oh, that's a good call. That was on Wendell Carter. 76-70. Joe Ingles pick and roll with Bradley. Top to Donovan. Works to the right side. Hands it off to Niang. Swings back up top to Joe, who's got eight points, four rebounds, and six assists tonight. To Niang with a left-hand drive. Right-hand floater. It's good. Those moves aren't very quick. They're not fast. But he gets to where he needs to go to shoot the type of shot that he wants to shoot. He's got 11 points off the bench. Remember, he's the second all-time leading scorer in Iowa State, so he knows how to score. He knows how to put it in the basket, yeah. Harrison, left-hand drive at Bradley. Wild layup, no good. Carter going after it again. Bradley clears it. Nice job by Tony tonight. Defending the rim, Jazz by eight. Their largest lead tonight was nine. Bradley rolls to the rack and lays it up and in. Their largest lead is ten. Donovan Mitchell finding Tony Bradley on the roll. Seventh assist of the night by Donovan Mitchell. Tony Bradley's got himself his first two to go with six rebounds. And the Jazz have a ten-point lead here in the fourth quarter in Chicago. 80-70 to 70 on the Jazz Radio Network. The move the Jazz made was when they released Jeff Green. And they really did it because in their minds, George Niang had earned those minutes, and they didn't think that Jeff, it was appropriate for Jeff Green at this stage of his career to not play. So out of respect for Jeff Green's career, George Niang is plus 21 tonight in 15 minutes. Yeah, he's playing very, very well. Um, again, not the quickest guy out there on the floor, but knows how to get to where he needs to be. Plus Half court. Sorry, half-court set. Zach Levine, free-throw line jumper is good. Bulls are the last in the NBA in half-court offense. They are number one in the NBA forcing turnovers. They had seven steals in the third quarter. We're just underway in the fourth with the Jazz leading at 80-72. Joe Ingles finds Bradley on a roll, and he lays it up and in. Tony Bradley is slipping the pick beautifully. And the Jazz are finding him, and that's Joe Ingles' seventh assist as well. Quinn Snyder was the first to start doing that, I think. I can't remember any other team. He did it against the Houston Rockets, remember, last yes. uh, two years ago. Won that playoff game with yeah, it. Right. The dunk after dunk after dunk. But what's interesting, Ron, is he did that, and he was the first to do it, on teams that were switching. This is teams, this has actually been done forever. This is teams that are trapping the ball. And it's 
precisely why they're not trapping. The only thing I can think that's happened here, Ron, is that the Bulls, after the Jazz took so many corner threes early, nine in the first half, are not leaving the corner the way they did earlier in the game. And so it's opening up the drive straight down the lane for Bradley because those are they were bringing the weak side guy over. And what's impressive is the high pass is thrown. Rudy's had one. Bradley's had two now, two in this quarter where he's caught the basketball. But the feed was high enough where he catches and, and just finishes at the rim. In the third quarter, Jazz only got two corner threes after getting nine in the first half. Might have been an adjustment. Levine comes off a technical free throw on the Jazz defense, driving at Bradley deep into his body. And we have a foul, and it's an offensive foul on Wendell Carter, who was somewhat of a wrecking ball rolling through the lane and knocked Jordan Clarkson to the ground. How many pairs of socks do you think Jordan Clarkson has on? Clarkson wears a high knee sock. Maybe a couple. Donovan being guarded by Harrison. They have broken their regular rotation just to have Harrison guarding Donovan. He's doubled. He retreats out. He hands to Ingles. Comes off a Bradley pick. Ingles works himself into the lane. Finds Tony Bradley. Slam dunk. And Donovan Mitchell might be the most excited guy here for the North Carolina Tar Heel. Tony Bradley. White left side, crosses over Clarkson, works his way in the lane, misses layup, Carter shoves Donovan, Bradley out of the way, gets the rebound, kicks out to Harrison, hits the three. Wendell Carter just put two hands on Tony Bradley and shoved him in the chest. Bradley's actually holding his chest. He got hit pretty hard on that. 84-76 Utah. Bradley holding outside the three-point line, waiting for the handoff to Clarkson. Clarkson retreats out. He's got Levine guarding. Goes between his legs. Steps back for a three. No good. He is not a good off-the-bounce three-point shooter. About 25% compared to his 40% on catch and shoots. White on the right side. Swings up top to Carter. Doesn't have range on his offensive game. Bounces to Levine, their leading scorer. 8.45 left. Quinn summons for the starters to check back in. Bounce pass down low to Carter. Guarded by Bradley. Drop step. Slides to the reverse side. That's one too many steps. And a travel on Wendell Carter. Yeah, that drops up, and all of a sudden, you see Bradley there, and he can't elevate, so he's... Round of applause for Tony Bradley. Bradley checks out 6.6 rebounds, one assist, two blocks in 13 minutes. The Jazz get good backup centerments, and Tony Bradley plus eight in that stretch. One thing that he does do, though, yeah, I mean, he does rebound. And he does gasp for air. He yeah, he was, he, he was probably so glad the coach. Um, thanks for taking Here's me Here's Moutier spinning on Sadoransky. Forgot the basketball. Comes back to get it. Now comes out to the right side. Guarded by Sadoransky. Drives the baseline. He always wants to come back to the middle. He doesn't this time. Instead, he flips it up to Ingles. Ingles. Left side, Bogdanovich. To the corner to Clarkson. Catch the shoot three. No. Gobert tries to clear it. The rebound, but can't because Carter's a big-time rebounder. Wendell Carter's got 12 boards tonight for Chicago. Right side, Markkinen, who led their surge in the third quarter to Dunn. Dunn penetrates. Down low to Carter. Bodies Gobert out of the way and lays it up and in. Carter is 270. Oh, he's a big, he's a big boy. That's Eight point, ten, 11 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists. His first point since the first half. Bogdanovich, tight curl, guarded by Markkinen. Double clutches and turns it over. Fast break. Here comes the other way. Zach Levine to the basket. A foul on Ingles. Bogdanovich gets caught in the air there and tries to throw it back out. Frankly, he's better off coming down with a trap and letting the Jazz get in the half court defensively. It's very little chance that pass is going to have anything good happen. You no, know, he started turning the ball over, I don't know, maybe about 10 or 15 minutes, games ago uh, quite a bit. Now he leads the team in turnovers, just under three a game. 
But as yeah. you mentioned, he gets up in the air a lot with nowhere to go. And Jazz are asking a lot out of him. Ball handling wise, that he did not do it in the Purchase a Ford fan zone all you can eat ticket to an upcoming Jazz game. Receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999. By a Ford fan zone all you can eat ticket now. Time out on the floor. The Jazz lead is 58479 on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Former NBA Commissioner David Stern has died at the age of 77. A man who oversaw the NBA as its commissioner for 30 years. He's one of the most important figures in business, not just sports, in the last 50 years and guided the NBA from the year of tape delay to what it is now. Before social media, he had this vision of growing the game of basketball into a global game. He found a way to relate the superstars of our game to the common fan. The WNBA was formed under David Stern's watch. I went from shooting in the driveway trying to be like Michael Jordan to trying to be like Cynthia Cooper and Tina Thompson. And because of him, I was able to live that dream in the States. He was strict. He was in your face. He was unapologetic about it. But you knew that he knew what he was talking about. And more importantly, you always knew that he had the league's best interest at heart. NBA now, the memory of the great commissioner of the Utah Jazz, excuse me, the NBA, David Stern, the Utah Jazz, obviously so connected to David, passed at 77 years old. Larry and David had an incredibly tight relationship, Gail as well. Here it's 84-80, Jazz by four, eight seconds on the shot clock as Moutier inbounds to the corner to Bogdanovich. Bogey trying to work Sadoransky one-on-one in the lane, fouled and misses the shot. Bogdanovich, 3 of 9 tonight, 0 for 4 from 3. He's in a little bit of a slump. Last five games, while averaging 19 points, he's shot 39% and 31% from 3. Let's talk about David Stern, who took over the commissioner's job, what, in 84? Yes. Is that the same year Michael Jordan it came is. in the league? And all of a sudden, with his leadership, boom. The NBA is where it is today. It's interesting, Dwayne Casey was quoted today saying he thought he did more for African-Americans and women than any sports commissioner ever. Yeah, very interesting and very well true as well. The league's always been on the forefront. We've had a drink spill, so we're tending to that. Don't spill your drinks. Visit smithfoodanddrug.com for easy home delivery in as fast as an hour or even enjoy same-day pickup at the store. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. 85-80, Bogdanovich's second free throw is perfect, and Boyan, despite his struggles, is up to 11 points, and the Jazz lead by six. Bulls. Clarkson guarding Sadoransky, and a foul on Clarkson. Jazz foul on double zero, Jordan Clarkson, his second. I'll say this, David. The Bulls make you play. I mean, they play hard. Yeah, Jim really does have them playing hard. He, he really, no I mean, the and the mark, fact that he's got a young group like this as good defensively as they are is pretty impressive. Yeah, the mark. Marketing, driving. At Gobert, blocked by Rudy. Loose ball, kicked around, picked up by Gafford. Over to the right side for Marketing for three. It's good with one on the shot clock after the Gobert block, and the game is down to three. That's a huge play. That's too bad. I mean, great defense. 86-83, remember that one. Moutier. Off and pick and roll with Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich now trying to go to the post on the rookie white. They can't get it to him. Moutier lobs it. 
Sadoransky comes over and doubles. Now Ogdanovich bumps, backs, guarded by White, puts his shoulder into a turnaround jumper. Good. Oh, bogey in the post. 88-85, Jazz by five. That was a big answer. 6.30 left. Sadoransky driving on Clarkson. Throws out to marketing. Heavily contested by O'Neal. Three, no good. Gets caught up on top of the shot clock and falls down the backside. Yeah, just looking at the margin of... They only lose by two points a night. I mean, according to the score. They give up 107 points and they score 105. Well, they're battling. So they're in every basketball game. Seven so and seven in their last... For the last month, they have played the third easiest schedule in the NBA. And frankly, if you look at what they have coming, it's it's a bit daunting. Left side, Moutier driving on the rookie, White circles around the outside, kicks to O'Neal. He drives by Market and hands to Gobert and dunks it. Beautiful give by Royce O'Neal. That's fifty dollars for the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of Ford. Ford, go further, Jazz. Now lead it by 7, 90-83. Kobe White. Hands to Dunn. Not much of an offensive player. He'll drive, see Gobert, curl out. But he brings Gobert with him. So now it's down low to Gafford. Shot up with the right hand up and over Gobert. Good. Gafford is their second-round draft pick this year out of Arkansas, getting some big minutes for him. They're very pleased. Bogdanovich working into the paint. Gets to the free throw line. Steps back. Hits. Bogey's altered his game tonight. He's not hitting the threes. 0 for 4. They're switching a lot of things. He's getting the smaller players on him. And he is taking them into the post. 5.18 left to play. White has some airspace. Fires a three. Misses. Gobert rebounds. Donovan. Stutter stepping. Big step to the basket. Stripped by Dunn. It goes out of bounds off Dunn. Man, he has got great feet and great hands defensively. Joe Ingles will check in for Moody. A strong 17 minutes. Jazz bench tonight has 30 six points scored. Well, we haven't had any complaints about the bench in the no. last few ball games. At least it's changed, right? Yeah, absolutely. Joe Ingles inbounds to Bogdanovich. He's got Levine on him this time. He's working the right side instead of the left side. He bumps back, puts a left shoulder on him, turns. Levine goes up with him, blocks the shot. Bogey gets it back. Six on the clock. He bumps, he turns, he tries it again. This time he's fouled. That's a tough sucker right there. Yeah. And the bench turns on, he looks at the bench like, so what? Block the first one? I don't care. I wouldn't got the foul on. He didn't block them both. Great defense by Levine on the first one. And then Bogey, who usually goes to the middle, surprisingly drop-stepped him, and then a hack by Levine. So Bogdanovich to the line. He's 5 of 5 from the line tonight. Continues to lead the Jazz in free throw percentage at 88%. Makes the first. We're in Orlando next, and then New Orleans. 77 degrees I saw down there. A little different than what I was walking on Michigan Street today. I saw you go walk. I walked as well. I found nothing. Second free throw is good, and the Jazz are up nine with 4.52 to play. Sadoransky working the far side. Bogdanovich gives to Levine. Half court set for the Bulls. Carter, right side, floater up and in. Bulls are 30th in the NBA in offense in the half court. What do you think of him? Think he can be a player or what? I got to watch him more. I don't entirely know what he does. 
English, hard drive, left hand, no. Carter goes up off the glass and gra grabs the rebound, and Gobert pushes him in the back. I mean, he is a great rebounder. He's got four assists tonight, 13 points. I haven't seen him play any role game, but it's so hard to tell because we don't. you're going up against Rudy, and so Rudy just takes so many things away from you that maybe against the best defensive player in the world, he doesn't do some things. Back cut Levine, sees Gobert, steps through, reverse side layup, no. Carter offensive rebounding. Back up and fouled by Ingles. I mean, he's a beast down there. He's powerful, strong, grown man's body. I don't know. What do you think, Ron? Well, I think I see Rudy in him. Uh, we haven't seen him play with the ball in his, you know, his hands with his back to the basket much tonight. He's been, whether or not he's a very good free throw shooter. He's or not, not a good three-point shooter yet. Yeah. He has not made the jump year one to year two, they'd hope, but that's hard for big men. And he only played about 40 games last year because of injury, so he's somewhat still in his rookie year of experience. Seventh pick of a draft. Well, he's going to play in the league for 13, 14 years. I think. Makes the second free throw. 94-88. Jazz by so. six with 4.15 to play. He's trying to see what I mean, if there's something they can build on with him, with this team. Markkinen, Levine, Markkinen, Dunn. Maybe. Levine, maybe. Yeah. Dunn, maybe. Well, those are the three that they got for Jimmy Butler. Gobert rolling down the middle. Euro steps and packs it. Oh, Rudy! From Stockholm to Paris in a right-hand hammer. 96-88. Rudy's got 15. Ninth assist of the night by Ingles. Done to the top. Dunn, Levine, and Markkinen are what the package was for Jimmy Butler. Here's Levine. Goes to his right hand. Kicks the cross-court pass to Dunn. Dunn for three. Good! Well, he missed his other attempts. 96-91, Quinn will take a timeout. 3.25 to play. That was a big three for them. Jimmy Boylan meets him at half court. High five and fist pumping. Zach Levine might have turned an ankle a little bit on that drive when he got caught in the air. Timeout on the floor. We'll keep it here. The Utah Jazz lead at 96-91. Adrian Leiser, are we prepared to do a quick NBA runaround? Let's do it. Let's run around the NBA tonight. Garland has got it down to one, 67-66. Garland, right side to Sexton. Collin for three. He did nothing but net. Good job. That was Cleveland with one of their highlights. They got 21 from Sexton, 14 from Garland, but it was Devontae Graham late in the game with a pull-up three. Well, coupled with Terry Rozier's 30, they gave Charlotte their 14th win of the year. Dante Exum had seven points, five rebounds, and two assists in that one. In Lamb. Charlotte's 109-106 win. Lamb has it on the high left side over to McConnell. McConnell guarded out there by Gary Harris. Bounce pass on the elbow. T.J. Warren drives in on Barton, leans in reverse side, and the layup is good. 79-75, Indiana leads it. Impressive performance by Denver tonight. Michael Porter Jr. comes off the bench, goes 11 of 12, has 25 points. Denver runs away from Indiana late, 124-116. I believe that game was in Indiana. 30 for Jeremy Lamb as he rang the third Lexus 30-point bell. But a nice win for Denver goes to 24 and 10. Miami beat Toronto 84-76 tonight as well. Jazz inbounding up five, 325 to play. Clutch time. 
Donovan Mitchell has been just brilliant in the clutch recently. Cross-court pass, Bogdanovich, open three, no. Missed it badly, rebound comes all the way outside the three-point line and Gobert has it. Over the last 10 games, Donovan Mitchell in the clutch is 11 of 18 shooting. He drives the left hand, he rises to the rim, kicks Dingles in the corner, doesn't have the window. Two on the shot clock, he's gonna have to force it up on the left baseline, no good. And the Bulls rebound. 96-91, three minutes to play. Done. left hand drive, floats an air ball. It's saved by Markin and Rudy jumped out of the way. It goes to Carter who dunks it. Crowd is into it, 96-93. Jazz are the number one clutch team in the NBA. Seventh best offense, second best defense. Donovan, high pick and roll that brings two guys to Don. To him. Over to O'Neal, he dropped the pass out of bounds. Was right to him. He started to go, forgot to catch. Rod, I don't know if the Jazz can get Donovan going here unless somebody else handles the ball because they're going to bring two people to Donovan every time he comes off a pick. Two people every time he comes off a pick. There's a couple of guys there. And they do such a great job of recovering. Marking and straight down the barrel. Catch and shoot three for the tie is short. That is a tough play they run. Well, it's a tough shot there. Going to your right on the move from the three-point line, that is an awfully tough shot to make. Donovan working, driving to the basket. Right-hand floater off the glass, short. Rebound, Carter. This one's in the balance. Utah 96, Chicago 93, two to play. Crowd chanting, let's go Bulls. Two-man game between Levine and Markkinen. Jazz will switch this. They do, and Levine terminates the dribble. Bounces to Sadoransky. Gets reset with four. Rises and fires with three. Hits! Tie game. 96 all. Ingles going to handle so Donovan can come off a pick on the far side. Bogdanovich left side. Bogdanovich bumps and backs Levine to the basket. Foul. Smart basketball. Zach Levine, his father, played football at Utah State. Grew up going to Aggies games. Is there a coach's box? Zach Levine is asking Jim Boylan to... Uh, challenge it, and Jim Boylan said to Zach Levine, you found it. Yeah, he found it. Bogdanovich at the line. He's 7 of 7 at the line tonight. Now 8 of 8. And for all, interesting night to watch Bogdanovich. He's 0 for 5 from 3. He's not close. He's shooting below 30% from 3 in the last 5 games. He's the Jazz leading scorer with 18 points tonight. Second free throw, good as well. Seven free throws here in the fourth quarter. 98-96, Jazz by two, 125 to play. Sadoransky the front court. Levine is their primary offensive player. He fires another three. It's too hard off the handle, and Ingles rebounds with 118 to play. Wow, that was a quick fire right there. And, boy, a tough shot. Not a, I don't think it was a good shot, the situation that they're in. Ingles off a Gobert pick. Double team, Rudy rolls, hard to the basket, he dumped it! Oh my, Chris Dunn is on the wrong side of that one! Rudy Gobert with a hammer, 100-96. Zadaransky, top to Carter, over to Dunn. Dunn drives to the basket, wraps it around, Carter has it. The side of the basket, Donovan blocked it, they call a foul. Rudy Gobert just attacked the tin with a 
viciousness we have not seen a lot. A pick and roll and assist for Ingles and a power dunk by Gobert. Well, it looked like he started his jump about 10 feet away from the basket. That's Ingles' 10th assist of the night, matching his season high. Free throw from Carter's good. 17 for He's having quite a game against the Carter. league's best defensive player. Season high, 20. We've seen the impact of the Bulls' defensive style that they've taken Donovan Mitchell out of the game here because they're going to double-team every time he comes off the ball, so the Jazz have gone other places. Need a score. 100-98, 41 seconds to play. Got to turn this into a two-point. Ingles, left-hand drive. Cross-court to Bogdanovich, top to Donovan. Catch and shoot three. Too hard off the handle. Long rebound done. Bulls on the run, down by two, 27 seconds left. Levine to the rack, Gobert there, no layup. Short, rebound comes down to O'Neal, Jazz have it. Shot clock is off and Mitchell is fouled. Rudy Gobert at the rim denies Zach Levine for the tie. Well, you got 19 seconds, David. You got to make free throws now. You got to make them both. You make two free throws, this should be a ball game. Zach Levine went to the rim. Rudy Gobert was there. Royce O'Neal, the Jazz second leading rebounder, came down for the rebound. Donovan's first free throw. Good. This is the big one. 101-98, 19 seconds left. And Bulls both have two timeouts left. Both teams are in the penalty. Free throw is good by Donovan. Boylan will use one of his timeouts. Regardless of what you say or think of the Chicago Bulls, of their record at 13 and 21, last year at this time, 9 for 29 of 25. This team plays hard. I'm very impressed with the way they're playing. So, right I mean, it's really what you're saying is regardless of what you think of Jim Boyle and all of his shenanigans, time card in and out, and all yeah. these benching Zach Levine 17 seconds in the game. He's done all these things that are kind of outside of the box. The fact is he's getting results from a play-hard standpoint. Uh, exactly. Their offense leave, needs a little, leaves a little to be desired. I'm not sure they're maximizing how they use their talent. You pointed out that their offense is played in a very small area yeah. uh, when we were watching them the other day. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. They play awfully hard. Yeah. Ron, here's what we should expect. In the final minute of a game this year, Zach Levine has taken 16 of these shots. He's 4 of 16. Lowry Markin, Lowry Markin is 1 of 6. Wendell Carter, one of two. Okay. two. I think two things need to happen here. Got to make Bulls use some time on the clock, meaning make them put the ball on the floor, use some time on the clock. Everyone has to go to the glass. And by the not want to give second chance points or a, an opportunity to knock down another Absolutely. Shot. Yeah. Nobody has a foul to give. And if you're into this kind of stuff, the Jazz are up four and the line was three and a half. Which is probably making some people out there a little, a little nervous. nervous. And the over-under, I think, was 200.5, and we're at 200. So there's a lot of the line for a lot of people. 102.98, Jazz by four with 19 seconds left. Sadoransky inbounding. Levine comes to the top. They get it to him up by the Bulls logo. He crosses to his left hand. He steps back for a three from straight away. It's no good, and Gobert snares the rebound. And a foul 
No, a jump ball. Jump ball. Are you kidding? Pretty smart play. Rudy was expecting to be fouled, and they tied him up for a jump ball instead. That is a smart, heady play by Wendell Carter. And Lowry Market and Carter and Gobert will jump it. Same as our opening jump of the day. And Gobert taps it too hard out of bounds. So we're not done yet. Just about to say that the, the, the advantage is Rudy. The, the place to tap it would be back underneath the basket because of the position that Jazz, Jazz had. But it's not a smart play to tap it underneath your basket because it's at the rim. Inbound, lob right up to the basket. Caught underneath by Levine. Swatted by Gobert. Out to White. Down low to Carter. Ball fakes once. Pass to the corner. Deflected by Ingles. 3.5 seconds left. And Rudy Gobert comes out of the traffic. Flexing. Swiping. And saying, you cannot do that against the two-time defensive player of the year. They should be shooting a three anyway, but... 3.5 seconds left. Jazz by four, 102.98. Inbound comes into Carter, hands it to Marketing for the three, but will not matter. And the Jazz win, 102-98. Now, that might go down as one of the harder-fought ball games the Jazz have had this year. The Bulls played really hard. And the Bulls now embark on an incredibly difficult part of their schedule, and the Jazz need to see if they can find a way to continue their winning ways. That's the ninth win in ten games by the Utah Jazz. And Rudy Gobert throws one arm sleeve into the crowd. And he'll be joining us here in a second. And Rudy takes a seat next to us. Puts on his headset. Can you hear me all right, Rudy? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Here's my uh, elite analysis for you. That, your defense late, was awesome. Thank you. What's that like to can take a pl- those two plays like that? Levine goes oh. to Donovan, gives him a hug. Uh, what's what's it like for you when Levine attacks you there, two-point ball game, you're at the rim, and you stop it? I mean, he's a very good finisher. He's very athletic, you know, so I just try to make sure I, I don't foul him, and I, I try to beat him to the spot and contest the shot. And then on the final block? That was a pretty good flex on your part. I didn't want him to score on the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys have won 9 of 10. What are you noticing out of the group? We just compete, man. You know, we got a group of guys that are competitive, and and I feel like we our togetherness is is at its best right now. You know, we've been through some tougher times, and now, you know, I feel like we embrace, you know, the, the group that we have, and every night we just go and... And even if we, we're down 10, down 12, you know, we just keep grinding and, and we get wins like that. How impressed were you by Tony Bradley tonight? Uh, it, was, it was huge. I think, I think that might be his best defensive game that I've seen so far, you know, especially in the fourth, early in the fourth. Uh, I don't know how many shots he, he, he challenged at the rim, but, uh, you know, he's, he's been great. He gave us a great stretch. Rudy, fabulous work. 
Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Rudy Gobert, 17 points, 12 rebounds, 3 block shots. It really doesn't tell the story of the night at all as Rudy Gobert... <laughs> Rudy turns around and goes, oh, you were right there. <laughs> he had his back to us the whole time because he's so used to doing the interviews with us when we're up top and we're courtside tonight. Well, hopefully Rudy Gobert gets a chance to return to this building in February for the All-Star Game and Donovan Mitchell joins him. But the performances like this one are the way that Rudy Gobert should be there. Absolutely. I mean, he had two blocks there in that, in that fourth quarter that were huge. And... You notice one that ended up flex, flexing his muscles three for the for, for the night. But defensively, it, it was a jazz late in the – well, obviously they had a very good quarter, getting outscored only by two points in the quarter. But the defense uh, got it done there late, late in the fourth quarter. And the jazz have been the winningest team in the NBA in the clutch, and they did it again tonight. And if you keep this Bulls team in the half court, that was kind of the story of the night, and the jazz did that fairly well. Uh, able to hold off the Bulls tonight, 102-98. Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott, join us back from the studio. I tell David's- you what. Oh, sorry, ahead, David. Jake. No, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We just saw you on the TV with Rudy not facing you during that interview. That was hilarious. <laughs> he didn't know you were there. <laughs> And then he finished and said, oh, I didn't know that you were, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> that was really funny. They just showed that on TV as you guys were talking about it. I was like, wow, Rudy's just staring out front. He had no clue. That was hilarious. I know. I was going to tap him at one point, but I decided I didn't know. Honestly, with Rudy, sometimes he might be doing that on purpose. You're not always <laughs> sure. Uh, he he uh, is a pretty special player, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, we had the courtside seat tonight which is great. You can see it, actually. It doesn't actually need the courtside seat to see it, but it, it it's the same story every night, Ron. They, they each, everybody challenges him once early. <laughs> then we don't talk about it on the air because one of the hardest things to do in broadcasting is talk about something that's not happening. And so they don't challenge him a lot again. And then late in the game, they sometimes try it, and then he blocks their shots late in the game. Like, that's the story every night with this guy. Oh, uh, I thought she was throwing it to, the, I throwing it to those guys. To yeah, I was but, ignoring Tim for but, now. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, he, obviously he's the cornerstone of, of, of the defense. And, and the Jazz like to funnel everything to Rudy. responds very, very well. I think Rudy's getting a little bit better at blocking shots with defending a player. I mean, one-on-one defense, that, that type of thing. But even if he doesn't block the shot, I mean, you, the big concern is you know he's there. Uh, you're going to change your shot. And, you know, that's just as good. But late in the ball game, that was some excellent defense there by the Jazz and Rudy Gobert. There was some interesting – sorry, go ahead, Tim. Those are the things, you know, that obviously there's always a number with block shots. But, you know, the remarkable thing if you watch the Jazz every night is just the number of of shots by every single guy out there that he alters, makes them think about. I mean, everything at the rim is is an absolute – nightmare because he's just he, he affects everything by you know his length and, and awareness this was a really fascinating game um, partially because the Bulls play a different style and I think as Ron pointed out really well they play really hard like to Jim Boylan's credit uh, and for all the you know criticism Boylan has received for his various outlandish and bizarre with activities the, with, the, with the time clock yeah, I mean, they are. They're bizarre, and they're not NBA, and they seem very high school-y. And, um, but they do play really hard, and he's got a unique thing going where he's got a young basketball team that's playing well defensively and playing a unique style defensively. 
And then the other thing is that that unique style blew up the Jazz offense late. The Jazz want to run Donovan Mitchell. They could not play with Donovan Mitchell with, with the ball in his hands because they were double teaming him off the ball. And then he, if he, when he tried to split the double team, he turned it over. And they eliminated Donovan. And it showed the versatility of this roster with Joe Ingles, with Boyan Bogdanovich. Remember, without their primary ball handler available to them and Mike Conley to be able to have other guys that make plays. I thought that's a really interesting aspect of this game late. I thought one thing that was interesting, too, is, you know, is like you said, they were denying Donovan the ball. But, uh, you know, a couple straight play calls in a row for to get bogey with a little bit of uh, an advantage in the mid post and just let him work. Um, obviously, double team didn't come. He was able to take it, got to the line, got, you know, those those possessions were able to be positive. Um, just another way to win a game. But great job by the staff recognizing the advantage. And then uh, bogey, who didn't have the best night, you know, really finished the game strong. Finished it strong and, and knew that, you know, I'm, I'm not getting those clean looks from the three-point line. If he gets a chance to plant his feet, he's, he's, probably, he's probably the best on this team of getting set to shoot them. We're just going to use the, sh- the three as an example. He's probably the best at being ready to release the shot when he catches the basketball. And he wasn't getting a chance to even do that because I thought the Chicago Bulls did a great job of recovering and, and challenging shots. Uh, so what does he do? I mean, he just starts backing guys in and ends up taking nine free throws. Seven of those coming in the fourth quarter that were huge, I thought, for the Jazz at that time. I'm going to go on a different angle here. I just want to throw out one other point. I don't do empty the noggin anymore, so I'm doing it right now. I just think this one's really interesting. And that is that for the last few years, the Jazz have moved on from a negative plus-minus player and gone on a surge afterwards. And I do not really believe an individual plus-minus is a very good statistic. But it is interesting that Jeff, you know, Jeff Green leaves, and we've won a bunch of close games, that if Jeff Green's plus-minus was an indicator, we would have lost tonight. It's a, I don't know if that's really true, but it's an interesting kind of, like, well, what, how important is minus seven? Well, guess what? Minus seven loses tonight. Right. Like, Great and point. I don't know if that's because of Jeff Green, but George Niang, who was an incredibly negative player when playing with George Niang, with Jeff Green, is now a positive player. So I'm, I'm a little, you know, I think it's it's something to chew on. How's that? How about plus 19 for Georgie? In I mean, 17 minutes. Yeah. This was his best game, right? I mean. Tony Bradley and, and George. And it gets right. a bench that's not terrible, by the way. That's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, outscored him 36-23 on the bench. So it's uh, that's total flip the script, uh, you know, from early season. But uh, great job by Georgie. There were some possessions late with Tony. Uh, I double take whether it was uh, Rudy out there causing havoc at the rim. Uh, made some really good plays contesting and just being tough. David, before we let you go, I have one more, I have one more stat for you. All right, you ready? Yeah, and I have one more for you. Okay, all right. The Jazz have now won six consecutive games when Tim Lacombe is on the broadcast. Yeah, baby. I like it. I started out 0-4, uh, so it's nice to be uh, yeah. we're, know, we're plus. You come together. You're kind of like, like Quinn Snyder. I'm plus two. By the way, pizza tonight. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to mention it. Day after every win, home or away, Little Caesars giving you a free pizza or to one custom round multi-topping pizza. Through Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWIN, valid all Utah Little Caesars locations. Um, only because Adam Silver is openly embracing it do I bring this up. But Rudy Gobert has a lot of fans out there and some people that are not very happy with him because the line on tonight's game was three and a half. So that mm-hmm. blocked shot of Zach Levine for a two while up four impacted a lot of people's lives. 
Big cover. Big cover just right the, there. Just the derelicts, man. <laughs> just the derelicts. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. We'll talk to you soon. I can't believe you call your co- No, actually, on the NBA, no co-workers. <laughs> no, nothing. Nobody. Nope. On the NFL, maybe a different story. On the college, and when you bet the Shrine Bowl, check in for help. We call, <laughs> we call that pro bono work. <laughs> right. That's right. All right. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, there's Locke and Boone. The Jazz win tonight in Chicago, 102-98. to Jake Scott, Tim McComb. We're breaking it down next here on the Jazz Radio Network.